Why property? It wasn't until 2019 that I kind of reunited my passion for property. Did you have any doubt at that time that, oh, maybe it's not going to work? You always have that kind of monkey on the, your shoulder, mm. so to speak. So you know what, you, you can't do this. Mm. Just stay in your lane, kind of just live a normal life, go, go get a job and stuff like that. But... And I'm sure so many of us who are watching us today also want to tap into property. Why property? So for me, I've always had a passion for property. Mm -hmm. I think it started from a very young age. So my granddad came over to the, the UK uh, during the Windrush era. Mm -hmm. And he was into property. He actually was a HMO landlord, but probably wasn't called HMOs back then, uh, where he had a house. Uh, him and my, my grandma lived in a house and they rented out the other rooms. Mm -hmm. One of the two things that he always said to me was, get into property, learn a, learn a trade. And that's always kind of stuck, stuck with me. I went to university. I started business and marketing. Mm -hmm. But always in the background, I always had a passion for, for property. property. Wow. And I think... Uh, one of the things I really highlighted was a show. It's not still on now. It's called Homes Under the Hammer. Right. Yes. <laughs> so all, during my uni days, I was watching it every single morning at 10 a.m. Homes <laughs> Under the Hammer. These people are going on house on, on there. They're buying houses. They're flipping it. And they're making a ridiculous amount of money. So great. That's what I want to do. So I left university. Had a, a good uh, small job at the time. Uh, great. I'm going to save all my money. going to invest in property. And I had a good pot of cash ready to kind of go. Mm hmm but then in 2005, 2007, we had the financial crisis. And I thought, oh, damn, now's not a good time to invest in property. So what can I do? So I'm just going to put it aside and kind of go, go about my business and kind of work in the corporate world because I was uneducated at the time. And that's why, if, for example, if I know now what I know then, I would, would have definitely invested into property back when there was a recession, 2000, 2007. You're saying 2000, 2007? Yeah, two, 2007. So when we had yeah. the financial You're looking crisis. 21. So how is that? <laughs> well, I'm actually 40 this year. My God. I'm, for, I'm 40 this year. <laughs> yeah, so it's that's another kind of thing for where I'm at right now in my life. Because you know what? I don't want to be keep hustling for until I'm 60, 70. Yeah. Kind of going on to this kind of scam that they kind of put us in, the rat race. Kind of, you got to go to school. you got to get a good job. you got to work for yeah. 40 years and then retire when yeah. you, you're earning a third of what you earn. And your health is probably not the best. I want to retire in the next 10 years, uh -huh. next five to 10 years. So for, for me, that's what I want to do. So back to my point, what I was saying is, is I was educated at the time. I didn't know back then when there's scarcity in the market, that's the mm. best time you want to take advantage. And then I just kind of got stuck in the rut of kind of working in the corporate world, which was great. Uh, I was doing what I was doing, kind of going up the corporate ladder. But as you go up the corporate ladder, you realize you're giving more time away mm. to someone else's business. And then it wasn't until 2019 that I kind of reunited my passion for property. And that's when Rent to Rent, which is what I kind of initially kind of got started in, came about. And yep. then I kind of, okay, you can control other people's assets, property yes. assets. You can leverage off of that and you can kind of build build a business. And then just as I was getting started in 2020, we had the pandemic. So <laughs> looks like it's the same scenario. It's the same scenario again. You're ready to get going and then something happens and puts a roadblock in your way. But the difference this time was, is I was more prepared. I was prepared in my mind. I was prepared in myself because I had the education and I had the belief that I still want to kind of go forward with this.
Yeah. So I didn't let that stop in my way. So yeah, so that's where um, my journey kind of started. 2.0, 2019 kind of get started in the rent yeah. to rent sector. And then when uh, I've built that business up, I left my, my job. But then, then that's what, let me go two feet into property where I added in uh, selling real estate as another service that I can provide uh, to my clients. Beautiful. That's a beautiful journey. <laughs> a long-winded long story. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about, you know, especially the hate, like now you're more prepared. Yeah. Um, probably back in the days when you were watching, um, you know, House in the ha- Under the Hammer, um, you were just thinking, oh, you know what? I want to be just like these people. Yeah. But now by choice, because you know exactly what to do, the system works yeah. regardless We've had this history is just probably just re- repeating itself. I'm just going to do what I haven't been able to do back in the days yeah. and just take the bull by the horn and just go go for it. So yeah. did you have any doubt at that time that, oh, maybe it's not going to work? Absolutely. I mean, you always have doubt. You always have that kind of monkey on the, your shoulder, mm. so to speak. So, you know, you, you can't do this. Mm. Just stay in your lane, kind of just live a normal life, go go get a job and stuff like that. But you'll never be able to fulfill your full potential if you don't give it a try. Yeah. I'd rather live with regret, rather live with a chance that I've tried something, rather than live with the the fact that I regretted not doing something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So having the opportunity, you know what, I've given my all. If you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I've tried my hardest for my beliefs that I wanted to kind of get to, then, then I, I, you could be happy with that. Mm. And now, have you have you ever regretted anything? I mean, there's some decisions in life outside of property that you always you do have regrets. But like what, I, for example? I don't I don't look at it as regret. I look at it as lessons. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you if you've made a particular choice and it's taking you down a particular path, it's okay. Let's 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 learn from that. They're more specific. So, I mean, the situation that happens, for example. So decisions you might you might have regretted, let's say a business decision. You know what? I'm I'm going to make this investment, and you lost money. I've I've lost money, and you say, oh, I'm going to go into this deal, and it's going to be great, but it didn't didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said, you got to look at it as as a lesson to kind of go forward and 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 take from that and build from that and go on to your your next experience. You might have relationships, for example, people that you have around you, people in your inner circle that you might want to kind of you know what I should have made wrong decisions in that situation. I should have said this, or I should have said that. But the key thing is, I don't see them as mistakes. I always see them as lessons. Right. So what's the best lesson you've learned so far? The best lesson that I've learned so far in life is, is you have to back yourself. You have to believe in the realm of the mm. possible rather than impossible. Because someone will always tell you that it's impossible until someone actually kind of goes and, goes and does it. Because it's, oh, you, you can't do this, you can't do that. But once someone does it, oh, you can do that. And then you get oh, a bunch of other people coming along that are doing the, the same thing. So go with always believing in the possible rather than the impossible. But doesn't that kind of create a bit of um, competition? The com- competition is healthy. Competition is healthy. I, I, think, I think we're in this kind of weird era at the moment where... People don't want to can kind of compete. Mm-hmm. You look at the school system; everyone gets a trophy for 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 a compete for yeah, why for, is for, that? for taking place. I, for me, if, if I've got a son recently, and I'll say, look, if I'm teaching my son to kind of go into competition, be number one. Don't yeah. accept fourth, fifth place. 
be number one. Strive to be the best of the best. Do your best. Do your best. Yeah. And if you don't do your best, and let's say you get runners up, learn from that to go next time that you're going to do your best. Don't be happy with just attending or just taking part. Yeah. Me, that, that's it's a mindset. I think it's, it's softening the generation that we're in at the moment. I have, I've noticed recently, like, there is, a, there is this kind of myth or, you know, this kind of new thing where even the person who arrived 25th or 26th get a medal yeah. for participation. Yeah. What is that? Like, no, you haven't tried harder. It's just because you've participated. To be honest with you, if that was me, I would be ashamed. Yeah. Not as a kid. I mean... You, we would, we shouldn't be putting that type of thoughts and that type Absolutely. of, or giving them that kind of mindset. It's okay if you arrive twenty sixth. No, it's not okay. Sugar, sh- it's sugar coating. It's like moddy calling and these little yeah. little infants. It's like it's uh, uh, pleasing uh, mediocrity. Absolutely. Which, which for me, it doesn't uh, sit well with me in my mindset. And that's kind of kind of go to. It goes to affect the person who has arrived late. Uh, sorry, I mean, who has arrived first. Mm-hmm. Um, that person will be like, I have arrived. I, I, I mean, I, I've won. I've, I've got first position. Now, even if I was last, I would still get a medal or a yeah. trophy or I've still be appreciated. And, you know, it, it, it does fade the feeling of winning from yeah, that person. It diminishes all, all the hard work that that person has put in and to specialise their craft to get to where they kind of, kind of need to kind of get to. So yeah, so be try to be first. And that, that's the aim. I want to thank you for tuning in and liking and being so engaging. Uh, I'm loving the love and the support you're showing me every single episode. Um, if you have any questions, make sure you follow us on all our social media and leave all your comments and your burning questions in the comment section down below. If you're listening to us through the audio platforms, Spotify, iTunes, or if you're watching us on YouTube, do not forget to give us a subscribe. Thank you for tuning in to the Diaries of Success. I was your host, Hajar Beyaz. Until the next episode, do not forget to live your best life.